Welcome to Alphabet Fly, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests. And we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper. And with me today is a person who only has one hand and is a pirate. Okay, I can work with that. It's Sean. Yeah. Um, Which hand do I get to keep? Uh, I'll let you choose. It doesn't Great. matter by the end of the... Let me go get the hatchet, and I guess I have to be a pirate, too. So do you know of any boats that are on Lake Ontario right now that I could go out and hijack? Um, well, the great thing about one. it... Great thing about it is if you're a pirate, you just steal it. Yeah. And it's okay. So, uh... Don't yeah, tell let's... the Port Authority. Yeah. People won't tell on you. So, they will come. They will come down on me like a bag of hammers. So today, we are going to be talking about Commander Kraken. Ooh! Oh! Oh, Jesse! Oh, you picked the rightest guy for Commander Kraken. <laughs> Which so, is to say, I've heard of him. <laughs> so, what does what what is Commander Kraken? What, what do you think this dude's deal is? Um, I think that he is a pirate with one hand. So, okay, here's my, here's my uh, point of contact with Commander Kraken. I created a superhero uh, who has, like, a bunch of cephalopod-based powers, things from cuttlefish and squid and whatnot, and I was looking for names to give the superhero, and I settled on Commander Kraken because I thought it was super cool until I did my Google search and found out that this rando Marvel villain from the 70s who no one's ever talked about again technically has that name. Yeah. So it's annoying for me. Well, uh, well, you got it pretty much right. I mean, this is what the <laughs> dude looks like. I mean, he looks like a pirate. Yep. But and he's got that, he's got that, like, cool James Bond Spectre logo on his chest. Oh, yeah. But you want to know the great thing about it is? What? Actual pirate boots. Oh, yeah. He's got the ones yes! with the fold over top. No, like no, no, like so mm-hmm. many, so many people have it, but he has actual pirate boots because he's a pirate. So yeah, so yeah, he looks like a pirate. He has like the Spectre logo. Basically, he has three hooks. Mm, th- hang on, can I can I see that picture again? I did not register three distinct hooks. That's three hooks. It looks like also it looks like he's constantly flicking you off, like giving you the bird. Well, well. that is I mean, Commander Kraken's rowdy style. Yeah, <laughs> that's he, what he's all about. Like if 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 uh if Commander Kraken is known for one thing, it's he is a very rude boy, and he <laughs> is proud of it. Eat my shorts, Captain America or Black Panther or whoever my superhero that I fight is. So, yeah. do you want to know what his real name is? Um, Elias Finchley. No, unrevealed. Oh, his occupation. Of oh, so I'm right then. I can. There's no way you can't tell me I'm wrong. Well, it was never revealed. Yeah. I choose to call him Elias Finchley. And I choose to ignore that. Okadoke. <laughs> so, his occupation, the best occupation of all, pirate. Yep. His identity, secret. We don't even know their name. Even we his don't legal, know. His legal status, unrevealed, with a criminal record. Other aliases, none known. Place of birth, unrevealed. Place of death, bar with no name, Medina County, Ohio. Oh, he got killed by that guy, too. Yeah, marital status. I'm sorry. I don't see a ring on those hooks. His marital status is unrevealed. (gasps) Don't want to do this. You need to know. You gotta know. Known relatives. None. Oh, gosh, those hooks. 
uh, goof affiliation, former member of Hydra, so used to work with Nazis. Uh, uh-huh, that's and, always good. And his first appearance is in Submariner, issue number 27, from oh, right. July 1970, when wakes the Kraken. You told me before this episode that he fought the Submariner, and I just guessed Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> it makes Why? so much more sense that it would be Submariner. Yeah. He's a fish guy. Does he have so, control over the Kraken? We'll get into that. He better. Mm, prepare to be disappointed. There's so, a picture of a Kraken on the thing, is all I'm saying. Well, l- l- this is Cover Piece Theater. So, Sean. Hmm? We don't know where he's from. Sure. He could have any accent. <gasps> Cover Piece Theater. So, Jesse, oh, put okay, in that drop. So I, I need so, to do... So, to Ooh. set the scene, we have the, the Submariner in a very homoerotic pose. Uh, I fair. mean, it's also Submariner. It's always going to be homoerotic. But, uh, so I mean, it's Namor. Entwined in the tentacle of a tremendous ocean beast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, like, he's just writhing, and it, some would say played pain, some would others say pleasure. Uh, and it's on the back of a uh, kraken where there's like three hearty men in like <laughs> in like blouses that are green <laughs> yeah. and red pants, and and the on the and this kraken is also with one eye just looking real angry, glaring and- up. Those those three dudes are standing on the head of the octopus, which has got to be a squishy sort of traction situation, huh? Yeah, and uh, what sinister? What is a sinister uh, secret? Of Commander Kraken and his eight-armed monster, which is, which is right, which would be an octopus, but yep. uh, because um, octopuses have arms, squids have two tentacles. Yep, uh, and I think what six arms? I want to say I think that's uh, no, they have eight arms and two tentacles. Squids oh, have so yeah, they have oh, ten yeah, they have squidly bits, and um. I think cuttlefish just have uh, tentacles. Cuttlefish have four tentacles and two... Er, pardon me. Four arms, two tentacles, I believe. Yeah. yeah Might but, be six. So, they're technically right. Um, and... Ooh! Ooh, that's also not making the choice... Not making this less homoerotic, Sean. Uh, mm-hmm. Say what he says. Boy, oh boy. Okay, I mean... <laughs> Can I take a moment before I say that to note that Caught by the Kraken is already basically the title of a, a Chuck Tingle book? Do you <laughs> yes, know Chuck Tingle? Just, yes. So I'm basically <laughs> yeah. saying that you just tweak this a little bit and it's like, it's. You could get different content. Squeeze my beauty, squeeze. We'll show that <laughs> fishman what power really is. That's my, uh. That's, that's, I don't know what that was, Cockney, maybe? See, it felt like it was going into like old timey New Yorker there for yeah, a moment. It kind of got there toward the end. I was, I started off definitely dropping my T's like a Cockneyman. Um, but what's really important is that we show that fish man <laughs> what power really. And you know, I wish more people had the courage to come out and call Namor the fish man that he is. They're always like, oh, he's an Atlantean. He's got wings on his feet for some reason. No, what that is, that's a fish man. Look at the scales on his briefs. Yeah. And look at and those that- shredded abs. All fish <laughs> men are shredded. Yep. <laughs> those pointed ears. 
I'm, those I'm just biceps. by the absolute size of uh, Commander Kraken's belt buckle. It's just, why is it so huge? There's no reason for a belt buckle also, to be Also, it's thick. way too high. Like, it's right? the, like he's wearing, like, a super high-waisted <laughs> pants, <laughs> which do don't get me wrong. Bend over? Well, look, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying high-waisted pants are bad. They're they are friends to many people. No, high-waisted pants are fine. It's just, you can't have, like, a literal one square foot belt buckle. Yeah, that belt is way too much, and it's, in like, right around his of abs. abs. Like, what do you... It's gotta dig into him, is all I'm saying, when he's sitting in his captain's chair. Yeah, I'm just like, how are you supposed to... Well, actually, it might be high enough that it doesn't, because it's on his abs. If he's sitting up straight. Okay, okay. So... Um... Uh, the other thing is that presumably this is a man who doesn't sit in a chair because his ship appears to be an octopus. <laughs> well, maybe the octopus, like, you know, like, makes, like, a nice, squishy, wet chair for oh, him. Oh, yeah, it's a convertible. The top opens up. <laughs> no, no, no. See, it takes one of the arms and it, like, curls it up like a floor pillow. Sure. Okay, well, if that's the case, then he doesn't need to worry about the belt buckle. Yeah, well, I mean, he's got you know, uh, he's got ergonomic octo comfort. It's also just very moist and kind of slimy. Yeah, well, but, there's you know, that. I mean, you, maybe maybe he's not wearing cloth. He's wearing like a like a latex. I'm just making this more homoerotic the more I talk about it. Come on down to Commander Kraken's octopus <laughs> dealership. Ergonomic but, octo comfort is standard in all models. Yep. So years ago in the undersea kingdom of Atlantis was accused by the people of the surface world for causing a sea monster to sink a surface or surfax nation. It's a ship. Did they just spell it wrong or what? Yeah, there's tons of typos. This was <laughs> this was like a this was over four hundred characters they had to deeply research. Super professional there, Marvel. Well, I mean I'm just saying I don't blame them. They were pretty much camping out in the Marvel office for, like, several months. And I guess they had to come up with, like, something interesting to say about Commander Kraken. So, you kind of got to cut him some slack for that, that's fair. So, uh, Prince Daymore, the Submariner, then ruler of Atlantis, knew that Atlantis had nothing to do with the sinking, and believed that that the monster responsible was a legendary Kraken. An unusually large giant squid, which is not... Not pictured. <laughs> well, okay, now technically speaking, squids do have eight arms. But it does not have a squid head, it no. has a octopus shape. That's very clearly uh, a big squidgy octopus head, that's true. Namor investigated and learned that the ships were actually being sunk by a nuclear submarine that was conducting... Uh, sorry, that was constructed to resemble a Kraken. Okay. And was Sure. And was commanded by a modern-day pirate who called himself Commander Kraken. That's a little on the nose. Uh, Namor was captured by the commander, but escaped and lured the Kraken submarine into the clutches of a real Kraken. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's too many Krakens happening. The Kraken destroyed the Kraken (laughs) submarine. I love that sentence. It's great. Uh, but Commander Kraken escaped. Oh my god, too many Krakens. Hey there, but Commander. The comman- What's Kraken? But the... Oh, please get off my podcast. Uh, <laughs> I will not, the, sir. The Commander uh, Kraken escaped through a one-man submarine. 
there's too many crackheads and submarines in that uh, yep. that uh, that sentence. It couldn't over, be an escape pod either. It had to be a one man submarine. Over the following months, Commander Kraken built a new Kraken ship. <laughs> Get a new thing, Commander Kraken, please. I mean, he, he already named himself Commander Kraken. As far as we you know, know what you can do, you can no just be water based. You can be water based and just call yourself Commander Kraken. That's it. You can give but, yourself squid powers. Uh, I mean, what is this Earth X? Okay, never mind. Okay. That's the Earth where, like, in the future, like, Hydro is, like, actually, like, this, like, turns people into, like, octopuses. Yeah. Through, like, spores. Mm Mm-hmm. You know. It's a thing, I said. I'm just gonna keep pretending I know what Earth X is. And I I definitely didn't think it was an X-Men thing up until right now. It's not, it's not an X-Men thing. It sounds like it would be an X-Men thing. (laughs) It's really interesting. It's interesting. It's it's basically like it's one of those books that basically the watcher lost his eyes and well, he that sucks. took Machine Man. He took Machine Man and be like, You're the new watcher now. We need someone to be watching. What? Um and it's like really weird and interesting and people should read it. If you okay. like long explanations about like alternate futures that could happen in the Marvel Universe, which I do. Okay, so yeah, but Commander Kraken built another Kraken-shaped submarine and organized a new crew seeking a base of operations. Kraken took over what appeared to be an underwater laboratory in Lake Michigan that was operated by the U.S. government personnel. What a downgrade. The Government personnel, however, were actually extraterrestrials, and together, the costume adventurer, then known as the Cat, drove them, uh, Wait, drove the them cat? off Kraken. Which the Cat? So the, I imagine the, no the relation cat to Elgato. The Cat is Hellcat. Oh, okay. Yeah, isn't the Cat also like Felicia Hardy's dad? That's that's Black Fox. Well, there's a lot of animal things. I may have gotten him confused with Bat- with the Catman of DC Comics. I mean, unless you were thinking a, a non-powered, really beefy dude. Well, that's what I was thinking for uh, Felicia Hardy's dad, but... No, no, it's... No, that's DC, then. We're so off track right now. <laughs> yeah. So. And no, sorry. Not Hellcat. Why did I say that? Tigra. Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah, who's who uh who's was wearing the suit that was passed down to Hellcat. Gotcha. Also, uh it turns out that the person who built the uh the cat suit was actually a cat person who was hiding the uh who was hiding the bubonic pl- who made the bubonic plague. Well, that doesn't It was make hiding any out sense. as a human. Listen to my tiger episode. No, hang on a second. Leaving aside what I can't even Shh. parse being the bubonic plague thing, you just <laughs> no, 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 Jesse, we have hey, to. Hey, we hey, Sean. Do- why would Sean? you? Why would a cat person Sean? make a cat suit? Sean, I added like fifteen minutes on my tiger episode about this. I can't get into it. Why now. would a cat person make a cat Sh- suit? Sh- <laughs> okay, that's fair. No, it's in the tiger episode. It's in the Tiger episode. I'll just have to get get into the backlog and, and check I can't, that one out. I can't get into this because yep. it's 
going to be a thing. It's no point in doing it twice. That I feel like doing right now, yeah. and I can't. Okay, okay. So. In order to help you, I'll leave it be. Okay. Subsequently, Kraken was contracted by the Magia leader, Silvio Silvermane Manfredi. Oh, I love who that Who recently was made Supreme Hydra of the principal American East Coast fragment of Hydra. Now that I know he's a Nazi, though, I love him less. Yeah. Uh... That continued to exist after the demise of Baron Wolfgang von Schrocker, uh and most of the rest of Hydra's overall leadership. Also, if you want to listen to a pretty good episode about a Nazi, Baron Wolfgang von Strucker is a good one. Yeah, I remember we had some fun with um, Nazis on the Vermin episode. I, had a, I really enjoyed that one. Yeah. Uh, so... Silvermane made Kraken the head of the Hydra Fra- Fragments Naval Action Division. It's just or word NAD. It's not even word salad, it's word soup. Oh, it's Hydra NAD. You can't, you can't just call it NAD. H-NAD. That's H-NAD. no good. No, That's NAD. That's terrible. <laughs> no. Yeah, NAD. Okay. Uh, although Hydra... Uh, Kraken left Hydra soon after. Silvermane's forces was defeated by S.H.I.E.L.D., the commander maintained a considerable amount of Hydra technology and a large number of men who was personally loyal to him. So he has to have some like charisma, I guess. Commander Kraken, agent of NAD. Still, <laughs> <laughs> still working on that one, sorry. <laughs> uh, Kraken had some of the former Hydra scientists perform extensive plastic surgery and bionic surgery on him, radically altering his appearance it was hydra that financed the construction of his new vessel the <laughs> albatross tross and well now they're just stealing my superhero characters yeah uh, well are they or did they do it in the past no i mean they did it in the past also <laughs> yeah. like you can name about the albatross that's no threat to me yeah well it's a threat to me i'm gonna first pers- take this very personally okay uh, sorry did you say that he got bionic surgery in there did that give yeah. me any, uh... I'm, I'm gonna talk about it. It's still oh, okay. the same paragraph. I always forget that the superpowers is one of the last things you do. Well, also, it's in the same paragraph that it mentioned that he got it, too. So, of course, it's gonna mention it. Gotcha. Um, so, he also had a, a base... A, a base of operations underwater cavern on the British uh, seacoast. Uh, he sunk various ships at sea and took their passengers prison uh, prisoners. Okay, for uh, sure. That is something that you have to do if you're a pirate. Otherwise, yeah. they take away your license. Bringing his captives to his underwater base, Kraken used his Cerebroscan device, no. developed by his former Hydra scientist to brainwash the prisoners and becoming his slaves. <laughs> it's your own universe, guys. No, for, you, you talked over the part that's important. Sorry. He made slaves. Oh, well, that's not great either. Yeah, the captives. That's worse. That's worse. Then labored at the base on building advanced warships and weaponry, and became crew for the private navy he was organizing. In the course of battling Iron Man at his underwater base, Kraken accidentally damaged the central computer that was controlled by the base's automated system, thereby triggering an explosion that shattered the wall separating the base from the sea. And presumably flooding the base with the sea. Miraculously, everyone at the base escaped, including Kraken. 
But the commander was now a fugitive, deprived of his henchmen, ships, and major weaponry. Uh, Kraken proved uh, uh, unable to rebuild his criminal organization at the time. He instead operated his own, on his own. Saltwater Taffy Place. Oh. No. no. Leading a moderately (laughs) successful uh, crime career in the area of the American Great Lakes. Learning of uh, many murders of the costume criminals committed by the mysterious Kurge, uh, Kraken, uh, you know, met up at the Bar of No Name in Ohio mm-hmm. to plan some defensive measures against the threat. Uh, but Scourge, disguised as a bartender, killed a bunch of people. As we have heard. So, he's 6'2", weighs 2'15" has brown hair. Uh, he has black hair, but later brown. He has... He just felt like he needed to switch it up a little bit, so he got it changed. Yeah. Um. So, he has the strength of a normal human man who does a lot of exercise, but former Hydra scientists gave him a bionic left hand that has superhuman strength that of undeterminate extent. Okay, here's my problem. This is this is your problem. This here's is where my the problems pro- begin. No, no, here's my general problem. <laughs> okay. When someone gives you a super-powered arm uh-huh. or hand sure. that is attached to a non-super-powered arm sure. or hand. Your spine or, breaks or, if you try and lift anything. Yes. Yeah. You have to have pretty much a quarter of your back and also, like, your shoulders. Like a decent chunk of you have to be able to be prepared to do this, this, the, like the stress of super sure. strength on a body. No, he might just have a really good grip. I mean, yes. I didn't say but, anything in there that said the he thing lifted is, a truck. But the thing is, is when you say he has un, uh, like undetermined super strength in one of his hands, you're pretty much saying he has super strength. He just has karate grip. So, you could say that he is able to crush things in his hands, or something, but I'm just saying, it annoys me. I see the implication. Now, what do you think of this? He lays his hand down flat on a table, or on the floor. You park a truck on said hand, he's able to, without lifting his arm, because that would snap his arm, he just flexes his fingers, the truck lifts up about four inches. So he does, so basically he does what, uh, what Deku does. In the beginning yeah. of My Hero, yes, before he learns how to control this, his that powers. Exact thing. Yes, I'm okay with that. Kind of. Flick your fingers. Shoot them across the thing. Of course, if you did, if you could flick your fingers hard enough to shoot a shockwave out, you would, of course, shatter your entire arm. But uh, here's the, the thing recoil. that I also liked uh-huh. a lot about my hero and i don't want to get into this too much because there's a lot of things i love about my hero oh it's including perfect show. how soft I, I love how soft midoriya is oh, he's yeah, the softest boy what a wonderful and guy. all he does is cry and help his friends mm-hmm. but he but he just also just wrecks his body yep but but that being said i love that his solution to my arms are not doing great why don't i kick things and yes. like that was a big revelation and that took him like three seasons to come up with <laughs> Like I love, I love just like what's the other thing people do that hurts people? That's not punching or guns, kicks. <laughs> hey, which 
you could argue that kicks have more power to them, because you can. Yeah. Like, kicks have a lot of power to them. So, but whatever. That being said, I love I love that there was an entire fight scene between him and Bakugo, where they're basically crying about, hey, I actually like you, you're a good friend, and I that follow you around because, yeah. because you inspire me, and then Bakugo is just like, well, you make me realize I'm not as good as a person as I could be, and they, they're, just, <laughs> they're just fighting, and the only way for them to get together was to fight because they're teenage boys. That's how it works. Jesse, yeah. uh, as much as I do love My Hero Academia, it's my favorite show. Um, we need to get. We need to get. We got. We got to discuss the absolute miserable downgrade that Captain Crack or Commander Kraken underwent when he went from Pirate of the Seven Seas at war with Atlantis to guy who plunders ships on Lake Michigan. I mean, that's something. Also, he has a bunch of weapons. That is, there can be no less auspicious career than Great Lakes Pirate. Okay, wait, wait, there's some things. Okay, remember that bionic surgery he got? Uh-huh. Okay, so he has a metal hook in place of his left hand. Mm-hmm. Okay. That can emit a powerful electrical shock, because of course everyone had electrical shocks. Yeah. It's just um, sort of the bog standard superhero weapon or supervillain weapon. They replaced it with they replaced the hook with a robotic arm that had superhuman strength. Again. Sure. Implying that you're lifting with it. Right. But, but, but I'm t- it's just a pet peeve of mine. Sure. Now, is it as bad as scream flying? No, nothing is as bad as scream flying when it comes to powers. What's scream flying? Scream flying is what Banshee does. Yells really loud oh. and then flies with it. And I hate it. Uh. I hate it so much. And Sean. Sean. Uh-huh. This is one thing I will not budge on. How about super strength and the way that it, like, for some reason you're able to lift a whole truck and the truck doesn't bend in the middle from the point so, you were not We're not talking. We're not talking about. We're not talking about physics here. Scream flying is dumb. Yeah, but it's dumb because of physics. No, no, no. It's not dumb because of physics. It's because Banshee does it indoors to fly okay. to put things on. He does it in rooms with other people in it. And we know that it destroys things when he does that. Yes. Also, also, there's, like, the constant issue of... And hang on, I'm gonna do an effect with my microphone here. Also, you know another thing I don't like? He can talk while flying. Okay, sorry, we can't yeah, get into this. Yeah, why can't he I'm talk sorry. while flying? I hate it. That's so much. dumb. Okay, that being said, he also has... A bionic left leg that has a jet engine. Well, that's completely worthless. The hand thing I can excuse if he doesn't actually lift anything with it. If the, his left, he's just gonna go in circles. I mean, yeah. And he also had like a sword that, like, you know, it does things that makes it slice through things. You know, it's it's basically, hey, it's a sword but special, and it can it's cut a magic the metal. sword. Yeah, yeah. Um. He also has, like, guns, because... Hey, is the jet engine a peg leg? Yes. That's incredible! Okay, no, I'm coming around on it now. I kinda <laughs> love that. <laughs> now, uh, he has, like, he had, like, a submarine designed like, to look like a Kraken. Mm-hmm. Um. And he also had, like, a fancy ship at one point. So... 
So, we have a couple questions for you. First off, what's your overall impression of them? B plus. I like I like his visual style. I like that the name Commander Kraken, as we've covered, really appeals to me. Now, I guess the thing... Well, his haircut's bringing him down. <laughs> it's not a great haircut. And I'm really disappointed... I, you know, I'd say he came in at a B-plus with his giant Kraken submarine, um, and really just rapidly diminished to a D when he became a pirate of the Great Lakes, of all things. He would have been a pretty good uh, villain for the Great Lake Avengers. Yeah, he would have, which is not saying a lot of things in Captain Kraken's favors, because the Great Lake Avengers are a joke team. Well, considering their leader is a person who... Has no power but to not die. Oh, is that the leader? I would have described Flatman as the leader. It's Mr. Immortal. Doorman is actually pretty good. Doorman's good. I don't know why he's with the uh, Great Lake Avengers, but we're not talking about the Great Lake Avengers. Dinosaur Uh, has at least a useful power. Yeah. No. We're going to be talking about someone else soon, so let's get to the next part where... Are they still dead? dead? Is he still dead? I'm gonna say he got brought back by the hood in that same event. No, actually, he was he was left out entirely. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, no, he's probably just means dead. I can get away with doing my superhero. Like, it's not like this guy's gonna be showing up in the MCU anytime soon, right? I mean, they they did put Batroc the Leaper in Captain America, so well. Yeah. True, but he's at least in Ultimate Spider-Man a bunch. I mean, yeah. As a joke character, admittedly, but... Yeah. Well, I think we're pretty much done. Let's do plugs. Yeah, uh, here's a plug. It's got three prongs, and it goes into an electrical outlet. Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry, <laughs> it's not good. Here's an actual <laughs> plug. Uh, you can hear me on my podcast, Pitch Me Something, which I do with the incomparable Laura Forsey. Uh, on our website, franklyimplausible.com. On that show, we come up with a brand new pop culture idea every week, each, um, which we then flesh out together collaboratively over the course of a an hour-long show. I have 20 minutes per idea because we do a couple ones each time. Um, just recently, we pioneered a new segment, which we're calling Choose Your Own Adventureland, which is a ton of fun. And the deal with that is we pick a random pop culture property. Last week, it was the Spice Girls. And we have to pitch a theme park based on it. Jesse, can I level with you? Yeah. I don't know shit about the Spice Girls, so it was a really fun episode. Oh, well, that's pretty good. Yeah. All I know is that if you want to be their lover, you got to get with their friends, which yep. sounds like they're in like a polyamorous yeah, I'm relationship. I'm not even going to touch that one. Um, I mean, I mean, it's not bad or anything. I'm just saying, like, that's a lot of people you have to get with just to be... With one person. Like, it's a so, lot of work. You have to really like that person. I googled Zigga Zigga. Zigga Zigga. Yeah, don't Google that. Okay. You don't want to know. I, well, I, you know I'm going to Google it. Well, you probably are. Yeah, I'm going to Google I, it right now. I Google on a lot air? of things. I don't know. Uh, probably not. So, yeah, let's get. Uh, so, uh, I do another podcast called Creepy Critters. And also another podcast called uh, Limited Theories. I also do things on Twitter and Instagram, which is at Alphabet Flight. Today I 
tweeted a meme about how Jonathan Aikman does perfectly good storytelling. But through I don't like a know who that is. Well you know, you need to read Jonathan Aikman. Um uh, yeah, this has been Alphabet Flight and Justice is served. Bye!